Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing good. See, you you have such a like radio voice. Oh, do I? Like it's like good morning, good morning, Las Vegas. This is Kalisin here to talk to you about your morning radio today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, they're just so relaxing and you know and everything. So that's why I love talking to you so much. So, and how have you been? How have you been? I've been good. I've been busy, just working a lot, making a lot of new scenes, and yeah, just being really busy. Yeah, you 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 have now become my favorite female porn star of everybody. Oh, thank you. Based off of those pictures to, that that you posted today with the clown face. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that shit was hot. Um, <laughs> did something to me. Did something to me. I'm not even going front. Turned to my emotions <clears throat> because because I'm into clown porn. Um, that's amazing. I love that. Yeah, because because it, it's funny that that that's a kink that a lot of people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. It's clown, and I was just so into it. You know, yeah. I remember seeing, um first time I figured it out was when it was like on Howard Stern and these girls they did a uh clown and they was doing a um challenge and what the challenge was for them to smell a sausage and sing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh my gosh. One girl was able to pull it off. <laughs> and, and, and so I went and found the video and man it was like they had the whole shit with the circus look up. The dude had on the whole get up. And nice. it, was, it was it was sloppy, sexy. It was fucking, it was, yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Most definitely. So, and, and so you said you've been working. Yes. What work have we been doing? Tell us about some of that work you've been doing before we get deep to this show. Well, I I did do um, a clown scene. It was um, a clown orgy for, um, mm. yeah, it was for Roxy Moth's um, femtop studio that she has. Mm. Yeah, so we had three cis girls and then uh, Roxy Moth, who's just a trans girl, and she fucked mm. us and we're, you know, in our... We were all a little bit different clowns, but it was really hot. We were all kind of different, but kind of the same. So it was really fun. So, so you got to work with a transgender individual. Oh yeah, I've made I've worked oh, with Roxy God. before. Yeah, and she had asked me to do the scene, and I was super excited to do it. I'm sorry, I, I just find it hot to see a woman with a trans. I just I just find it just like sexy in so many ways. <laughs> yeah, trans women are super hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, shouts out to Cassie. Cassie Collins. Mm-hmm. Her sex ass. <laughs> but shoot, but I know that's, that scene was fun. I mean, and um, like I said, you've been making moves, yo, shooting with a lot of top companies and yeah. a lot of mainstream stuff. I mean, you said you were going to do it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've like, I gotta, I told myself kind of recently that like the only thing really holding me back is myself and I have to I I can't wait around for people to ask me because I'm not you know it I mean it's nice to feel like wanted and people like reaching out to you or whatever but like I can also put myself out there and like even let people know that it's an option and it's been working out like I haven't had anyone really like say no and we've just been like making 
really good stuff. Mm-hmm. See, I, I think that the more you have been doing and the more they're seeing you in the mainstream eye, it's kind of making more people want to work with you. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, period. Because, um, like I, it, it, I always said this before, once you're in that circle, you in it. Yeah. And it's like, as soon as you, you, you touch the tip of it, woman, you done, done slid in and you now face deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, it, and it's good. So we're going to talk about that. Let me do these particulars and we can get this show on the road. Okay, sex. All right. Yeah. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor. It's a perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and start podcast today. I'm your host, Kevin Arbor Southern Champ, a.k.a. the Point Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link. Allmylinks.com backslash Point Rap Star. Let me tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, lsworld.com. Next up is the hottest adult mag on excuse me, the adult mag in the game on the web as we speak. I'm talking about eroticism mag. So go to eroticismmagazine.com, get yourself a monthly subscription, get it paperback and mailed to you, or you can look at it online digitally. And also we are and also let me tell you about the the third and final and see I'm looking at your 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 clown picture and it's just like so wonderfully distracting. I'm sorry, people. I'm trying to get through this as best I can, but this is a sexy ass picture. I'm trying to tell you. But anyway, back to what I was saying, the third sponsor being excitebunny.com, where we consumer or content creator, go there today and get yourself a profile for you. Consumers a new place to consume triple S content for your content creators, 90% profit and no hashtag problems. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Also, I did get some shopping done from over 500 Black-owned retailers, shops, and boutiques. Also, find us on SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com as well as the BGP LLC app. Now, I'm going to shut up and let this sexy lady reintroduce herself like we always do on this show. Hi, everyone. I'm Celeste Sin. Super excited to be back today. Yes. And, 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 and for, so, for some of you continuous listeners, as well as subscribers that are listening to this now, you know who she is. I don't need to say more. Y'all done heard her umpteen times on this show. <laughs> <laughs> she is practically a regular. And yeah, you have been on a roll, and this has been a year for you from your body transformation to now getting more into the upper echelon of the business. Um, and also, I see that you are it's safe to say you're getting more work and you're becoming more busier now, and oh, the yeah. work's becoming more frequent. Yes, yes. Yeah, go ahead. We listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been getting really busy. I'm plan I planned a trip here in a week or two to go to LA to do some scenes out there and work with some bigger creators and yeah, starting to do some stuff for more uh like Vegas studios and it's been pretty pretty good, pretty busy. Yeah, so I mean, it's kind of like it you went from now, are you reaching out to them or they're reaching out to you? Or if it's uh like 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 how how the work how you're getting the work and how it's coming because yeah, I'm so tongue tied, I'm so sorry. What I'm <laughs> saying is how you're getting the work because you're getting a lot of work. It's yeah. like your workload has now increased since I've last talked to you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. so it's a little bit of both. Like I was saying a minute ago, like I've kind of pushed aside like the block I had in not reaching out to other creators or companies or whatnot. And so I have been pushing myself to reach out more and just like let people know that I'm tested, I'm available. Like the people in LA, I let them know like, Hey, I'm going to LA, like let's set something up. And then I have had um, a few people start reaching out to me too. Um, uh, especially like the studios I've had a couple studios reach out and um, yeah just kind of a mixture so it's been good yeah because um, 
because one thing of it is is that you not only has been you know of course you always been focused on doing your content now you have to balance the paid gigs in the midst of this yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. it's people don't realize it's one thing when you're shooting content. It's another thing when I'm shooting content and I'm getting paid gigs. Yeah. And you're getting paid gigs frequently. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know the frequency of it might be, but if we talking about like back in the day, girls might be shooting a, like five paid gigs in a week. Yeah. That's the goal. situation. Yeah. You feel I, what I'm I saying? Know, yeah. And, and I feel there's a couple of people that I kind of like look up to in the industry that I feel like are definitely working that much so that's the goal but right now I'm I'm getting maybe like two or three paid shoots a month which I think is still like pretty good considering I damn sure is I just started like you know putting myself out there for that kind of work mm-hmm. um so yeah I'm kind of I'm proud of myself for like you know getting there and plus, also, I see that you're working with a variety of different type companies. Yeah. See, it's, it's just leading to somewhere, people. Trust me. Just follow me. We're a different bunch of companies. Um, it's a lot of it kink-based. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Everything. How has that now, since from the time you had started, expanded your base? And I'm pretty sure also your sales have increased. Yeah. Let's keep it one. Well, I've always, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So I've always been like a kink or fetish like based like performer or creator. But mm-hmm. I feel like doing more like kink based uh pro scenes are like uh it kind of gives me a little bit more legitimacy, I think. Yeah. To the fans. And it does just kind of broaden my, you know my audience there in those like communities yeah because to a certain extent one they're more niched and they are word of mouth hard Mm -hmm. yeah and also what people don't realize is that those sites as much as people talk about browsers and they talk about let's say Mm black.com the kinkbait sites make more money yeah and they get more traction they get more traffic so if ladies are able to tap into those companies, it translates to more traffic, stronger base, and probably more frequency of getting just a dude looking for a discount versus a true porn fan who will spend that money. You feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I yeah, I'm pretty sure you noticed that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, that's definitely something I've noticed. Like, I do have vanilla scenes and and those always do sell for me as well. But Mm -hmm. definitely the guys who are looking for a specific fetish, they kind of expect Mm -hmm. to pay for it. So there's not really a lot of like back and forth or like haggling or whatever. Like they're they're pretty, you know, they're they're pretty willing to like which, pay for which their, also opens you up for more customs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See, I know the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love so, doing fetish customs. Because because like, like like we talked about before, you know, you have the vanilla scenes and you have the extreme scenes because one, it gives you variety, and plus, mm-hmm. the, the bigger picture, it also shows Hollywood that she can touch the spectrum yeah which makes, make, yeah which makes you more of a as we used to call a bankable star in hollywood porn yeah 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 like so so when so now with these the scenes that you've been shooting i'm pretty sure a lot of the producers you know what I'm saying they probably talk to you what have you what's some of the things that they, they're saying to you you feel what I'm saying? What you're doing the shoots, what have you. Because I'm pretty sure they are basically telling you why why they picked you. Or let's just say, um, kind of bestowing some type of knowledge upon you. And yeah, what you, you learn as, as you as you venture deep into this game. Yeah. So do you mean like when we're like before the scene, like when they're reaching out to me? Yeah. Yeah. So usually they'll just uh they'll tell me like they've seen my work or like they they heard about me and that they like what 
like I'm bringing to my scenes and that they'll want to to have that you know in one of their scenes and um yeah just kind of like always kind of it always kind of comes back around to they'll like mention a scene or a certain picture or something that like popped up for them and that like they really liked that Mm kind of like drew them to like reaching out yeah so it's kind of like like I said before it was because even to me I think even before you had the body change Mm -hmm. or what have you um It was like you was already had the energy going to where you was getting to that level, you know. Yeah. So now, from the conversation we had before, now do you how much compliment do you get with these producers directors about your body? Oh, definitely a lot more. Like I'm, like it's definitely helped and improved my my trajectory and like this industry for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So shoot. So you know we. Yeah, because because cause that's one thing we were talking about the last time. You know, because sometimes when you get to a certain body size, it does fit you in. It's nothing personal. It's no shade to anybody, but it just yeah. facts. It's just how that's just how the business works. Mm-hmm. You know, and stuff. It's just you did it the right way. You made it look natural. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, it's just, I think the enhancements that I'm doing are just really pushing me to have this more like sexy kind of porn star vixen type of look, which, you know, I kind of already have that energy and like, mm-hmm. you know, like I feel like the look in my eyes like kind of mm. conveys that but now like mm. I'm just kind of bringing my body like to that level as well so yeah. it's just kind of helping me just like embody this like energy that I already have mm. most definitely so what is just a nice cock <laughs> you ever seen the before and after pictures what's that so he's a guy out here in Vegas uh, he's starting like his own kind of uh, studio brand whatever you want to call it um, where it's like you know the his dick isn't his dick is a nice dick you know it's not like this huge massive porn star dick but it's also not like a, a small dick it's, it's a nice dick so he's uh you know kind of playing on that like average guy can still like fuck and like make these hot girls come and mm-hmm. yeah so it's pretty fun yeah and i also enjoyed this picture with you and finney <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one yeah yeah i, yeah, I always i always enjoy watching with finney so people now let's get to the main event why we're doing this episode today and I got Miss Sin on here. We're about to get serious for a minute because I like when we get serious because people don't realize that ladies like Miss Sin, they're intelligent. They are opinionative. They have opinions. They have thoughts. They're smart. Many of them have educational backgrounds and the whole good, the whole, oh, nine. It's a lot that you don't realize when you deal with porn stars, what they have in their background or what have you. And um, recently, you had a, you was on a a a, a, twi- a Twitter run, per se. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm gonna let you explain to the fans what you was dealing with on Twitter, and then mm-hmm. we can go from there. Okay. So every once in a while, I'll I'll kind of see the topic of certain like hard kinks come up where a few creators will like start kink shaming and just be really mean and kind of uneducated about certain kinks and role plays. And I had over a few days, I had seen a bunch of people tweeting about age play, um, DDLG, age regression stuff. And just like, I saw, I saw tweets on both sides. I saw tweets being like, I hate this. If you do this, I'm going to block you. And then I saw people being like, this is a consenting kink, like leave people alone. And, you know, I, I'm definitely someone who um, is very interested in 
odd fetishes, hard kinks, like why people are into these certain fetishes, like why does it turn them on? So like when I see people talk like this online, I feel like it's very harmful and it is very uneducated. So I I made a tweet of my own and I kind of I said that, you know, there was a little bit of over policing happening in our community where um, now it seems like you have to kind of walk on eggshells or follow a certain set of rules set out by like a million different people or else you're going to get canceled. And, um, you know, there's m- bigger and badder issues in our industry that I feel like we could be tackling instead of like picking apart a consensual fetish. So I got a little bit of heat from some creators for defending age play, but I also got a lot of people agreeing a lot of, a lot of creators, uh, female creators, trans female creators, like agreeing with me about it. So I, I, you know, I feel good with my argument. I feel like, I'm always going to defend a safe, consensual, you know, act between adults. Like, I'm if, if I'm not into it, it doesn't matter. If those people are into it and they're doing it safely, I feel like, you know, we should stay out of their business. Yeah, we got a lot to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a good episode today. I'm just going to let y'all know. <laughs> so buckle up, people. Buckle up. All right. For one, I always felt that people that don't get it, that wouldn't do it, or I'm not even going to say wouldn't do it. A lot of people are full of shit. <laughs> people sometimes want to look for a just war to fight in mm-hmm. any situation. And that war which they are fighting, which they think is just, actually is not even just, it actually is illogical. Yeah. Definitely. there, it, And it definitely seemed like a lot of people were just trying to seem righteous or like they were I'm right. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, I don't know. It got a little crazy. And mm. it just kind of happens a lot where it's like, I, I can kind of tell when a creator... Um, just doesn't quite understand like the fetish or the kink and only knows it from like a baseline like outsider perspective um, be- especially with like age play or something because to some people it does make them uncomfortable they have certain traumas or triggers or whatever and mm-hmm. all of that's valid but that's not everybody we're only we're only control in control of what you know of our life so that's why I'd mentioned on Twitter, like, mute certain words, like block creators that you feel uncomfortable with their content. But if it's legal, like, but you see, really... I'm, I'm, I'm like this. I'm of, I'm of this. As a, since we're going to use the term creator, mm-hmm. since I, 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 I've been a creator of porn for 15 years. Mm-hmm. People that know this podcast know that really hurt me to say that. okay it is my safe space the reason why it's my safe space because I can have sex with Khaleesi and tell her the tongue fucked me with her ass you know excuse me tongue fucked me in the ass I don't have to have her look at me like I told her to take a dildo and shoved it in my ass till I bleed. Right. Yeah. You get get what I'm saying? It's a safe space. Yeah. It's a safe space. Porn. Kink. BDSM is a safe space for people who have certain kinks Mm -hmm. that they cannot express to their loved ones, to their friends, Mm -hmm. people outside of their circle. I 100% agree with that. Now, we done had a bunch of mass shootings in the whole nine. Mm-hmm. Then with some of the motherfuckers that couldn't 
except Maya had a kink that no one accepted, and they didn't accept it. And there you go, began the downward spiral. I'm just saying, a nut does wonders. I'm just saying. No, yeah, totally. And that well, and when I say when I'm saying creators in this instance, I feel like there's like these people who are kind of speaking ignorantly about stuff like this are making this content just to pay the bills which is you know fine whatever but I think there's a different level of of porn performer or porn actress or actor where it's like you you do the work because yeah it pays the bills but you also love it you love expressing yourself like you said it's a safe space to do some of this crazy ass shit and not be judged for it and actually be celebrated for it now i'm gonna tell you you, this is what i call oxymoron right you're a white woman who does interracial porn but would get mad at a black dude who does race play Smoke that over. You're saying I would get mad? No. This is what I'm saying. I ain't saying you. Yeah. See, God dang, this ain't a hit dog holler situation. I ain't talking about you. <laughs> I just wanted to clarify because like... No, no, no. I... I'm just saying no, no, no. This experience <laughs> that I had. I I was set up to shoot with a lady that I've been wanting to shoot with. Oh, okay. Because I did a race play scene. Yeah. She said she didn't want to work with me. I but, mean, you do inter- but you do interracial porn. Not, not, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. You do yeah, an interracial yeah. porn where you're getting gang banging. You have black men calling you every name outside of your name. Now, mm-hmm. this yeah. is the reason why I say the hypocrisy. No, yeah. And like, um, you know, I, I had told you before, like, mm-hmm. you and I have, have had a conversation about race play that kind of made me change my views on on it a little bit like I personally still won't participate in race play but if a black man wants to do that like who who am I as a white woman to like say that he can't do that like he can do that if he wants to I I can make the choice to not participate I'm not gonna not work with a guy because he's done that that's his that's his what his consent you know, mm. he consented to that. So whatever, you yeah. know, I can only control what I do in my content. So I do it's find a, that a little hypocritical as well. Yeah. Right? So, 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 which brings me to with the age play. At the end of the day, for example, you have the stepmom. Okay. The age play that they, 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 they might point to is stepmom, stepdaughter, or stepmom, <laughs> stepson. Or if you really want to <laughs> father and daughter. Okay. Now, if I do recall, <laughs> if I do recall, how many movies she smoking people? It's some good, ain't it? <laughs> it's I heard good. you smoking, so I was like, I gotta smoke too. <laughs> right, I'm gonna light my roach back up again. But anyway, how many <laughs> movies have we seen that that was depicted in the movie? Right. Fuck Oscar for that shit, right? Well, and here, like, and and here's where I feel like people have kind of gotten a little bit more lenient on like the step parent child thing. I feel like people right now are just getting very bent out of shape over like um, the dressing, very childlike, like the DDLG stuff, yeah. or, like the like made like, pacifiers and stuff like that. But but, and, but 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 see, to me, okay, here's here's the thing, though, which I think is hypocritical. Which which goes back to it's a kink. Yeah. So as us as actors and actresses, our jobs is to make that kink. Right. It's you a feel what I'm saying? Now now don't get it twisted. You still have your personal taste of what you would do. Now. Right. My thing is have your personal taste, but don't push your personal taste on yes, me to try to be. I was literally going to say the that. Same taste as you. Yeah, exactly. Like we're literally in a in a fight right now over like not wanting, you know, some crazy radical, you know, Republican type people to put control on what we do because of their beliefs yeah. yet we're gonna sit here and do that to and our own community sense. and be like i don't agree with that so no one is allowed to do it and it's just it doesn't it just doesn't set right with me 
when there are issues in our community that we do all agree are bad, like racism and uh, fat phobia and rapists being in our community. Like, those are the issues. Not a fucking kink. But see, but see, but see, no, That's because not see, anyone. No, because it's just like society. Yeah. I always say this before. They ever look at the monkey throwing shit and the elephant in the room eating peanuts quietly. Yeah. You know, period. It's mm-hmm. they want to see the car crash shit. They don't want to have the real conversations. Well, and if they were really upset about this age play stuff, they would they would go after the companies that do make their their porn stars look like kids with the sets and the outfits and the way they do their hair and makeup or like or the couple of the couple of stars that do literally look like minors and like profit off of looking that way hold on do 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 do. okay (laughs) if they really had a problem they would say something about them but they're not all right right. do do we need to say why they don't have an issue with them I think they just go after low, lower hanging fruit, like easy targets. Like it's because grandfathered in, and and I don't want to go color because I don't want to go color. But <clears throat> that's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say because. At the end of the day, one, those companies, especially like, like for example, with Brazer, because Brazer, they do that. <clears throat> you know, period. Mm-hmm. Um, not in America. You have my first sex teacher. Mm-hmm. You know? They're not going to go after them because they want to work for them. Exactly. Because <laughs> they make the most money. Exactly. And here's the point. That that's why I said all this shit is hypocritical. Yeah. Because in a heartbeat, if Brazer call your monkey ass to go do a mother and daughter scene, they would do it. it with a they smile on their face and nut in their face. What? <laughs> they would do and it. Read about it. Instagram, and even do a TikTok. Stop playing. They would do it. Yeah. You're that's right. What yeah. I, that's why when it's to me, I'm like this. We are actresses and actors. We don't do normal sex. Right. We just can't show up on set and fuck because we actually got to go through a mental prep, physical prep, ain't no prep. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, we can't, we, we just can't go to the bar and I see this nice dude. He like he got might not have a nice dick. But I gotta shoot. I gotta shoot tomorrow, right? And, you know what I'm saying? No, we can't even do that. Mm-mm. So, why on God's green earth, if, if we're gonna go through all this shit, you're not gonna look at it as okay? This is a professional situation, right? I'm an actor who I may portray on scene, she might betray a. Khalees probably might have the highest ass cue, but have to play a dumb. Dumb blonde. Oh yeah, I'll bimbo <laughs> myself out real quick. It's fun. <laughs> I, I, I'm saying, you feel me? You Love know? it. Because I'm like, it. People don't understand that that is what we do. That's our profession. It's no different than Hollywood. Yeah. Don't is we actually are fucking. Right. Yeah. Like I'm doing a scene in a couple weeks where I'm I'm someone's wife and I'm gonna cuck him and like I'm not married. I'm having to play like kind of an innocent wife who then just gets, like, turned out. And it's like, you know, that's, that's you know, it's acting. Mm-hmm. I get to play a different role, like, every day. And it's now, like, I'm going to tell you this. Now, <laughs> you really want to go down a rabbit hole, you're going to like this, because you really get to talk. Okay. All the kinks that are being shamed are female-dominated. Right. I'll let you take the floor on that. Well, I... And I do see some hypocrisy. Like we're gonna be, we're gonna be upset at a girl who's dressing like younger. Uh, but I see girls posting all the time, like that they're mommy or you know suck these mommy milkers or whatever. And it's like that's a hundred percent acceptable. Nobody ever says anything about those kinds of you know captions or roles or whatever. And I also feel like when, you know, um, 
say in like a femdom situation, if we're infantilizing the male sub or we're, you know, doing whatever to this male sub, it's that's totally acceptable, too. I feel like I don't know there. We're kind of in this space where if a woman is doing it and she has the power, then it's totally acceptable. But if there's any room for like a masculine energy to like maybe be in control of the situation, mm-hmm. I feel like people have a problem with it right now, which yeah. I, I find very hypocritical because I feel like that space is just as valid as the other. Yeah. Because it's like, for example, like when I hear about, <clears throat> excuse me, um, the argument of queen spades, we it, some parents always in back the race. Um, it is a term for a type female submissive. You know what I'm saying? Now <clears throat> you never hear the king of spades, except when my man Thor. He don't want to really claim it, way. <laughs> but it's kind of like the the argument is heavier when it comes to. BBC slut. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not return BBC. You get what I'm coming from? Right, yeah. It, it's like the stuff that women are is the ones that the kinks are being shamed. Ex- yes, exactly, yeah. You know, and, and, and I find that kind of interesting because it's like, okay, with the race play, it's the woman that says the N-word that catches the flack, but not the dude that she was saying it to in the scene. Right. <laughs> he, it, 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 I, it, I just find it funny because it, is, I, it just it, shows how much the people really don't understand kink or fetish as like a lifestyle choice mm-hmm. or as like something that you are like actually into. Uh, because like... Um, that kind of stuff is just I don't know like you would know that the the quote submissive actually has a lot of control in the situation so like so thinking that you know whoever this submissive role like the submissive female is like being mistreated or whatever like taken advantage of it's like mo not I'd say like 99% of the time the the sub has the most control like, yeah, the Dom has control, but the sub has has the control to stop it at any time. Mm-hmm. So if they really truly understood anything about kink and fetish, they would know in any of these situations that like their argument is pretty invalid. Yeah, because because like I said, at the end of the day, even when it comes to age play, you got fairies. Y'all gonna look yeah. at <laughs> I, I mean I can go down the the the, the list of different fetishes that I can sit here and see people and hear people just like, what the hell? It's like, shit, even to the point that now it's being accepted that men get pegged. Yeah. Start to get, but see, I think what it is is because everybody becoming normalized, people got to find something to nitpick about. Right. The because, new taboo fetish that yeah. you don't think is cool. Oh my gosh, she's gonna vomit. you just a vomiter. <laughs> You're nasty. <laughs> You're a vomiter. <laughs> I mean, I've done a scene like that, so. <laughs> but I think, but it is been like this. <clears throat> it's porn. How can I put this? Why is they trying to police porn so hard? Because be it that porn supposed to be the dirty little secret, right. porn supposed to be taboo. It's something that not supposed to be necessarily policed, but so much I get. Animal sex, okay, yeah. bestiality. I get that. You know, that's you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But, but I'm, I'm, out of yeah, porn, but, and we're good. Yeah, but it's kind of like even to the point that it's not just the sites policing, but how people policing. Mm-hmm. So it's it, why do people? I mean, no, what's yeah, the point of policing this shit. I, and I that, don't, yeah, that was my argument in my tweets as well. Like we're already being so over-policed by payment processors and the government and crazy, like, sex work exclusionary feminists and stuff that want to completely stop us and, like, make our job completely legal. And it's like, we already have to deal with so much of that 
why why do we also have to worry about our own community like attacking us for doing something in our bedrooms that is totally fine i i, I really don't get it and it's i mean but it's it's not just even with the kink shame it's also the profession shame within it mm-hmm. um whether girls are escort you know oh, yeah. um, you know even to the point that <sighs> okay I, I do not shame content creators. I just want content creators to do a better job of creating content. Now, yeah. it, it, we, you know, shaming them or what have you. It's it's kind of like, to me, it's different between criticism and shaming. Right. And I think yeah. sometimes people get the two mixed up. Because it's one thing to criticize somebody's performance on camera. It's another thing to criticize what they're doing on camera. Yeah. And like criticizing their their character as a person. Yeah, yeah. Because it's kind of yeah. like, I think it was the point, because I mean, I even thought about one day, I said, some of you ladies are married, and I forget that you're married, because it's not your job to tell the world that you're married. Right. Or you have a boyfriend, or you have kids, or what have you, you know, period. Or even your age, for that matter. You know? So, it's easy for people to think something, and it be a little different. Or, you know, off. Or what have you. That's why I'm, you know what I'm saying? That's why I said, you thought long, you thought wrong sometimes. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of like... I think people think we play the person that we are in real life when we don't. Right. Yeah. Because I'm sorry. That's... I'm just still tripping off the fact that somebody tripped off age play. I'm just like, really? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it happens, like, I think once or twice a month, or once or twice a month, like, once or twice a year, like, it'll be a big argument. Like, someone will post something that's controversial, and it'll, like, start this whole conversation and it it is really shamey and just like uneducated and I don't know I wish we would move past it <laughs> well I mean but as much as on it. as much as as you can see by the Supreme Court justices as much as we sit here and say we progressive and we came far as a country far as an industry we are conservative as fuck and we don't mm-hmm. want to change yeah we don't want to yeah. change you know, and that's that's just how we are. So, so you had a you you had an adventure last night because I think when I talked to you, toga party, toga, 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 toga. Yeah, you you know we had to end on a fun note. <laughs> yes, I did go to a toga party last night. Um, it was a lifestyle party. I haven't been to any kind of party like that in probably like five years. And even when I went before, I just like went with my partner at the time and we like only played with each other. Like we, I didn't really venture out. Um, I just like, I just really like to watch people. So like, that's always a fun time for me. <clears throat> and I like being watched so like if I'm there with someone I like you know I'll play with them but it was fun I didn't have like any expectations on hooking up or anything I just you know was vibing oh my god so so did you what at, did you hook up kissy make out so I went there with another uh, porn person who is lifestyle out here. And um, so I hooked up with him there um, in like the orgy room. And it was pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I So they had like one of those benches, like a, I guess like a spanking bench type thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we had some fun on there. And well, did you get spanked? Uh, not really a lot of spanking, but just like fucking <laughs> on there, which is fun. Oh, yeah. so you got bent over. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, I turned into like a like the Bellagio water fountains. Oh my god! Crazy. You was yeah. like that? 
Yes. And it was like, once it happened the first time, it I couldn't stop doing it. And it was like, it happened like five more times. After that. Oh, I know you draw so much attention. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like the people in the bed next to us, like stopped and was like, oh, I didn't know this was happening and just like stopped and like watched us. And it was great. Like after we were all done, like somebody was like clapping. It was great. Oh my God, she performed. Didn't even know she had to perform out of this piece. <laughs> oh my God, this sound like uh, this like one of them damn. Uh, well, I was watching the other day. Uh, the boys when they had it the orgasm fest with the superheroes. Ooh, that's that was some crazy shit, yo. I love that damn show. So, so I mean, um, so how I feel to experience the swing at toga party because it's with everybody in the toga did, yeah. did everybody come for the thing oh my yeah, god yeah everyone everyone was dressed it was really good <clears throat> i came dressed too you know we all were dressed up real nice um so it was cool they had like a pool and a hot tub that people were hanging up in and now i'm gonna ask you this i know you was in the mix and having fun how much did you have to think back to? Wait a second. I can't have too much fun because I have shoots. <laughs> I got a test coming. <laughs> because I so, know that in your head at some point. Because there was somebody in there that you were like, you know something. Yeah. So <laughs> luckily, I am taking, I'm taking like a week off of shooting just to do like editing and rest my body a little bit. And then I'm going to LA and shooting a bunch more. So I knew like I'd at least have time to recover and like whatever. Mm-hmm. And if, and I told myself if I was going to play with anybody, like obviously condoms would need to be involved and all of that. Yeah. So I would be I'm, I'm pretty sure condoms involved in, in them parties. Especially, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, and even and even the guy I went with, who is another like content creator, like we even yeah. still wore a condom because you know it's mm. that's you know what you're supposed to do. So, you know, uh, but I don't know. I I was vibing with a couple people, but they seemed a little busy, and I was a little shy at being my first time in a while. So I was a little shy to approach, but I don't know. I feel like if I if I go again, I'll probably be a little more confident. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure because now you didn't didn't, didn't, didn't pop the cherry. Now it's time to play. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there were definitely people who were like attracted to me i i definitely got attention because my mm. hair like i was the only one with like crazy bright red hair but yeah, i don't know like a Greek god is walking up in there yeah like and we were a little bit fashionably late so everyone was just kind of like oh who is this like new hot redhead that just walked in here <laughs> so yeah. it was fun you made your grand entrance <laughs> that's what I'm talking about so another one in the books people so with that being said Miss Sin, tell everybody where they can spend money on you well I have uh, my OnlyFans back so you can find me on OnlyFans it's just Celeste Sin um, I'm also on Twitter you can keep up with all of my shenanigans um, Celeste Sin Triple X and then all of my sites are on allmylinks.com slash Celeste Sin. What is it? What happened to your OnlyFans? Um, so I had got, my OnlyFans got deleted in, mm. right when I got surgery. And then, um, I don't know, I just, Finney actually told me, was like, try to make it again. And I was like, okay. So I tried to make it again last month and they approved me. So I'm back. Oh, that is crazy because I've been hearing a lot of people getting bumped off. Yeah. I'm back. Now I'm rebuilding. We'll get there. Oh, no, but see, what's crazy is you came back with, you know, new and improved, though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, people, you know, she will be back on the, here on the Smokers Lounge as well as. We will definitely bring her back for the premium smoke room and I will get out to Vegas to where me and her will be face to face one day. And it's gonna happen very, very soon. Yes. Now, now that the oh I oh I plan to make some trips, darling, because now that I am in Casa de Lucas, it is on and popping. That's right. right. 
So with that being said, you know how we end this, people. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming back to the lounge, baby girl. Thank you. Bye.